welcome to Living the Quran through the Living Quran, produced by the Qayyim Institute. In this podcast, we are delivering the commentary of the Noble Quran as authored by Sheikh Mohsen Karaati in his Tafsir al-Nur. Today we continue where we left off in our previous discussion. Now in the culture of Islam, in many of the material requirements which we have in life, we see examples which relate to the spiritual world to be given. For example, in chapter number 23, Surah Al-Mu'minun, verse 51, God talks about the material food that we eat, where He says, Kulu that eat of the good things. And in addition, we see verse which tells us that we should reflect upon the spiritual food that we also consume. And this is found in the Quran, in chapter 80, Surah Al-Abasa, verse 80, verse 8 rather, where God says, insanu ila ta'amihi. So let each person, each human being, look at his food. And in regards to this verse, Imam Ali, peace be upon him, has been quoted as saying that the ta'am or the food, he says, is his knowledge. The Quran also reminds us in this needs of our material requirements that we have of life, that we have to reflect upon our physical clothing that we need. And in chapter number 16, Surah Nahal, verse 81, God says, Sarabila taqikum. And he, he has made for you garments that protect you. We also see in the Quran. In verse number 26 of Surah Al-A'raf, chapter 7, where God talks about our spiritual covering. And he says, وَلِبَاسُ taqwa ذَلِكَ خَيْرٌ Yet the garment of taqwa, of God consciousness, that is the best. In addition, God also reminds us of the physical ornaments that we wear. And he mentions this in chapter number 7, Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 31, in which he says, خُذُوا زِينَتَكُمْ عِنْدَ كُلِّ مَسْجِدٍ that put on your adornments on every occasion of prayer. In addition, the Quran reminds us of our spiritual adornments. And this is seen in the Quran in chapter 49, Surah Al-Hujurat, verse number 7, where God says, حَبَّبَ إِلَيْكُمُ الْإِيمَانِ وَزَيَّنَهُ فِي كُلُوبِكُمْ But Allah, God, has endeared faith to you and made it appealing as a beautification into your hearts. God talks about the physical journey in the Quran where he says in chapter 2 surah al-Baqarah verse 283 wa in kuntum safar however if you are on a journey and then we also see that God talks about our spiritual trip our spiritual journey and this is found in surah al-Inshiqaq chapter 84 verse 6 in which God says innaka kadihun ila rabbika kadhan that you are labor- laboring towards your Lord, laboriously toiling and moving forward. In chapter number 2, Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 22, God speaks about our physical sustenance, and He says, مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ رِزْقًا لَكُمْ and, it is, and with it, He brings forth crops for your sustenance. And at the same time, God also speaks of our spiritual provisions. And we see this in the tradition, or in, in the supplication rather, which we read in the month of Ramadan, in which we say, وَرَزُقْنِي حَجَّ بَيْتِكَ الْحَرَامِ And grant me, give me this rizq, this opportunity to perform the hajj to your inviolable house. We see that there are things of material sweetness. And so, for example, we have a, a, a statement from the commander of the faithful, Imam Ali, peace be upon him, found in Nahjul Balagha. In short, saying 251, in which he talks about halawat dunya the sweet things of this world. And then also, we, we also refer, he also refers to things which are spiritually sweet. And so, for example, in the tradition found in Bihar al-Anwar, he talks about halawatul iman the sweetness of true faith. 
Or also he talks about halawatul wuddik, the sweetness of having God's love in our heart. In addition, we see that the Quran speaks about material rewards. And we see this, for example, in chapter number 2, Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 25. And this phrase actually has been repeated about 27 times in the Noble Quran, in which we read, Jannatin tajri min tahtihal anhar, gardens with streams running in them. But then also God tells us of the metaphysical rewards, things which are greater than even rivers and the physical, tangible blessings. And we see this in the Quran in chapter 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 72, where God talks about what He says, min Allahi akbar. Yet Allah's pleasure is greater than all of these. The Quran also speaks about our biological father. And for example, in chapter number 90, Surah Al-Balad, verse number 3, God says, وَوَالِدٍ وَمَا وَلَدٍ By the father, he takes an oath by the father and the one whom he begets. And we also see in the same light about our spiritual father, as mentioned in a hadith in Biharul Anwar, where the tradition tells us, Anna wa aliyun umma, that I, the Prophet Muhammad, may God's peace and blessings be upon him and his family, and Ali are the spiritual fathers of this nation. The Quran speaks about a physical migration. So, for example, in chapter number 9, Surah Tawbah, verse 20, God says, Wahajaru, those who migrate. And at the same time, God talk to, talks to us in Surah Al-Muddathir, chapter 74, verse 5, about a spiritual migration, where he says, And to keep away from all forms of impurity. In closing, we read in a tradition from Imam Ali, peace be upon him, in which he has said, Ana tijaratul murbihatun munjiyatun min al adabil alim. In relation to this verse of Surah Saf that we have been reflecting on today, where God says that should I guide you to a transaction which will safeguard you from the painful punishment? Imam Ali, peace be upon him, says that I myself am the highly profitable business transaction which will save one from the punishment, from the painful punishment which Allah has spoken about in his book, when he said in Surah As-Saf, Shall I guide you to a transaction? In closing, some of the takeaway messages that we have for these important verses of Surah As-Saf, and there are multiple takeaway messages that we'll reflect upon today. Point number one, we should always address people by their titles and the title of faith as believers. Point number two, we must start by first preparing the people for their responsibilities. And one way to do this is to start by posing a rhetorical question to them. Point number three is that engaging in business requires guidance. Point number four is that spiritual commerce is something which is not comprehensible to everyone. And it is only the true believers in God who really understand this form of business. Point number five, by their nature, human beings seek gains and profits. That too, a steady and lasting profit. Point number six, the real profit is salvation from the divine wrath. Point number seven, avoiding risk is more important than attracting gain. Point number eight, trade and commerce is not just limited to worldly affairs. Point number nine, following the prophets of Allah is a lucrative business. Point number 10. Faith has varying degrees associated to it. 
Point number 11. In the promotion of the religion, one must speak about the topics which interest the people. Business and earnings is something which everyone has an affinity to. And thus, faith in Allah is espoused and put forward as a lucrative business. Point number 12. Faith is not only belief in the heart, but rather it requires effort and struggle on the path. Point 13. Faith in Allah is accompanied by faith in the Prophet and the sacred struggle, jihad, with one's property, along with one's life. Point 14. Faith and the sacred struggle, jihad, are not rituals, seasonal and cross-sectional. They need continuity. And this is understood in these portion of verses as the present tense verb has been used, which denotes continuity. Point 15. Superficial faith does not lead to any important actions in life. Rather, complete and true faith is what is required. Point 16 is that faith takes precedence over actions. Point 17 is that the preservation of religion is superior to the preservation of one's property and life, and when needed, one must be ready to sacrifice one's wealth and life for the sake of religion. Point number 18. The sacred struggle, jihad, has not been lifted from anyone's shoulders. Sometimes this struggle has to be done with one's wealth, sometimes with one's life. And sometimes it is with both one's life and wealth that one must enact the sacred struggle, the jihad. Point 19 is that when it comes to fulfilling one's obligations, we should start with the easier responsibilities to be able to reach to the station of being able to perform the much more strenuous acts which may be required. Point 20. The value of works is contained in sincerity. Point 21. There may be bitterness which actually results in something being in our favor later on. However, we do not know this at the outset. Point 22. By their nature, the human being is one who is always seeking goodness and prosperity, and Allah has pledged that He will allow that person to achieve that. Point 23. Paradise is something which must be earned. It is not just handed out. Point 24. A complete action results in a complete reward. In these verses of Surah Al-Saf, the issue of faith in God and His Messenger, along with a sacred struggle, jihad, with one's property and life, has been placed on one side, while the forgiveness of all of one's sins, entry into paradise, and the grand success has been placed on the other side. 25. Receiving the divine graces requires one to be spiritually cleansed and purified, as first comes forgiveness, then paradise, and then the great salvation. And point 26 to conclude our discussion for this session is that the human being is in the midst of the painful punishment and the great victory, and it is through his spiritual business deal with Allah that he will be saved from the punishment and will attain salvation. Tune in to our next episode of Living the Quran through the Living Quran, where we'll review verse number 13 of Surah As-Saf under the theme of Another Blessing. To stay up to date when we release new content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram under the Qayyim Institute. In addition, be sure you subscribe to our podcast station on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcast, and many other major providers to receive direct updates when we release new content. 